Now, Pastor Don is going to bring us our word. We're excited. And um, I'm going to pray for us that the Lord prepare our hearts. And I'm going to pray for Pastor Don. Father God, I thank you for your word today. I ask that the word be preached, that it will be preached in spirit and power, Lord God, that there will be conviction, Lord God, that there will be transformation, that there will be revelation happening, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to receive in a way and meet you in a way that we never have before, Lord God. And I ask that you would uh, pour out and pass to God, Lord God. Let your grace be sufficient for him today. We thank you and we love you, Lord. We also pray for the people sitting on the front rows, that grace will be with them also, as they will pass the dawn today. <laughs> In Christ's name we pray, amen. And you a trip, bro. Oh, man, oh, man. Stephen. Did Stephen disappear on me? That, this one, yes, yes. Come back, my friend, my friend. Father, we just uh, thank you for this young man. Um, not just him, but we just, we got a lot of just gifted people in their ability to play music. And I just thank you for him. He just encourages my heart. And so, God, I just pray that you give him a special blessing. In Jesus' name, Amen. I just I just want you to do your, just do a little of what you do, right? You know, so Hallelujah. Um. Today is an interesting day. So I guess some people here don't know. So I've been on a sabbatical for a whole year, right? I've come back, uh, spoke last week to some of it. Um, and some of it to today. Um, but I'm a bit overwhelmed today because I don't think... We, we all don't know all of what's going on in this room. Um, but because of who I am, and I get to hang out with people... Um, the the worship, like the worship that happened today, with Brooke leading, that was miraculous. Y'all don't know. And with Marcellus, her husband, playing the drums, that was miraculous. But, and I'm going to talk about this in my message, we miss the miraculous because we're so earthbound. And we got to let God help us see through the eyes of the Spirit. And sometimes we just don't know. So in that case, y'all don't know, but I know. They were on my porch earlier this week. And I was watching Carolyn worship God. I talked to Carolyn this week. It's miraculous. It's miraculous. He talked about Pastor Stewart. Text with him, talked to... Miraculous. My friend Marty and Lewis hanging out with them last week and all their story. Miraculous. Stay home. <laughs> Miraculous. Just saw Greg's new son. <laughs> Kelly, that's beautiful. Miraculous. Got a text from Kim Lee. So whatever go on today, it's because Kim was praying for me, all right? So she sent me this text giving me permission to just like whatever. And you don't you know I don't need a lot. I don't need a lot. And I believe she hears from God. So I believe God told her to send me that text and encourage me to just Make sure I operate out of the spirit of liberty. So this morning, I'm just going to ask um, Leslie to come and just pray for me again. <clears throat> because what, what I want us to grasp is God is actually up to something way beyond us. I mean, so far beyond. But see, I'm trying to get you to see. When you go away on a sabbatical for a year, and you just, you know, really having like extended time, just hanging out with God and listening to God, 
He just opens your eyes up and you can see a little clearer. Ladies and gentlemen, this this is so far more real than us coming here to this building. It's way, way past that. But God can use us being here. So my prayer for you today is don't let your humanity dumb you down into, okay, we're here at this thing, versus actually God is here. Again, and when I'm saying that, you know, it's like, oh, he, he act like he really believed that. Yes, I do. I actually believe God is like really here. That's what's scaring me. It scares me like, dude, you look like an idiot. You, you're talking like, like God is like right in here with us. <laughs> That's scary. But he is. Do you know how I know? Because he didn't kill me. I should be dead. <laughs> I mean, I should be dead. You, you don't feel that way about yourself? You really think you're that holy? That you could be in the presence of God? But he's here. Because he don't lie. He said, if two or three would gather in my name, there I am in the midst. I tell you what, I know a couple of people here that I believe are here because of Jesus. I don't, all I need is two. I know, I know I know two people. And I don't even have to be one of them. But I know there's two people in here that are here because of Jesus. And so because he doesn't lie, he's actually here. And his mercy has overwhelmed us because I know I'm jacked up. So I'm going to get Leslie to pray for me. And we're going to see what happens. Lord, we are in your presence. By the power of the blood of the Lord Jesus, you have given us access by that new and living way, by the power of the Holy Spirit, to enter in to where you are. And Lord, we thank you that we can be in the throne room there with you. And Lord, we can't, it's not just that we're there with you, Lord, you've invited us. And you are delighted that we are there. And so, Lord, we come in absolutely no confidence in ourselves. Lord, I know I would never have gotten an invitation. Lord, people who knew me only in years past would never have believed that I would have gotten an invitation. And so I thank you, Lord, and I pray for my brother that through him you will do everything, Lord, that you are pouring into him. And so, Lord, we pray by the liberty that we have in the power of the Holy Spirit that Pastor Don will pass along this vision and inspiration that you give him that we may live. That we may live by the power of the Spirit and not by our own intellect and judgment. We pray in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Come on, give it up for Leslie, all right? Praise God. All right. Okay. All right. Keep, keep, keep going, keep going, keep going. All right, do we have slides today? All right. All right. Let's take a breath, amen. Let me tell you why I got Leslie to pray for me. Something deep is going on with Leslie and Boyd. 
that I'm so excited about. And it's because Leslie was willing to position herself to allow God to clean some stuff out of her that she didn't want in her life. But she leaned in versus running away from. And I'm telling her, I'm telling you, the past several weeks since we had that encounter with God together, a few of us, and she received just the way she's hearing God and leaning into God is just blessing my heart. Young people, let me make sure you understand something. There are people who are actually acting as if we should live like the Bible days. Leslie's one of those people. I regularly get texts from Leslie about stuff she's praying about. I regularly get texts from her talking about how how God shows up on Tuesday nights at the prayer time. And see, when you can see, nothing becomes a little thing. You recognize, wait a minute. God is moving. So, Father, I thank you for Leslie. I thank you for all the prayer warriors that are a part of this place. I thank you for my daughter, Heather Royal, another one of those people who are praying, who are crying out for other people. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for people who, are, who believe in prayer. Sister Brenda, who believe that God hears their prayers. And so they cry out into the heavens and they, they, they cry out to you, God, that you would do something in people's lives. And God, we're grateful. You know, they may not be on CNN. They, they, they may not get awards. None of that. But I'm sure when they get to heaven, we'll be shocked. Because they'll be looking for me and I'll be probably somewhere way back there. Look, that old Leslie right at the front with the Lord. Where Pastor Donnie? He over there with the smoky Christians. All his works burnt up and smoke all around him. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Don't huh? I'm I'm definitely trying not to be one of them, but hey, pray. <laughs> Smoky Christian. Yeah, yeah. It's in the Bible. It's in Corinthians. Read the whole book of Corinthians. <laughs> it is, it's in the Bible. Say everything burn up. You thought you were so all that. Burnt up in the presence of God. But thank God. God has a big fan. He blew the smoke away. Let you come on in. Praise God. <laughs> come on, Don. Golly, boy. Great. John 14, 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You good. You, you good. Thank you. Clap your hands for my brother. Thank you. I'm the way, the truth. No one comes to the Father except through me. How do you get to the Father? Through Jesus. Do you know Jesus? Do you know him as the way? Do you know him as the truth? Do you know him as your life? Okay, who you told that? Okay, this ain't telling everybody that, James. That's all right. Anybody else? Uh, who you telling that? Now, 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 check this. I'm talking about no church people. Who you telling? Hey, here you go. So tomorrow, you all, Tuesday, you're going to be back out there doing what you do. What you going to say to somebody? Well, what you do this weekend? Well, I ate some hot dogs and hamburgers. No, 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 no. If they ask you, go on in with them. Man, you know, I was at this church over there. In the meet, they meet in a theater, but they call it the church. But it's in a theater. And the lady, a, a old little white lady got up with white hair and prayed for this big black guy. And they were acting like God was real. Talk to somebody like that, friend. This clock kid Christianity is over. So you come in here, and then you know you're super Christian. Oh, God. Out there. Out there needs it. 
out there in Egypt. So, you, you know, Aaron was talking about the core DNA and all that. Yep. Come on. Come to those classes if you want to. Next slide. Here we go. Keep rolling. Ephesians 1, 16 through 18 said, I do not cease to give thanks for you. So, again, while I was on sabbatical and I was reading the Bible, I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm kind of like out here like Apostle Paul. I'm like out here in the woods by myself with God. So, you know what? I'm going to read the Bible like it has application today. How does the Bible fit into my context today? So I can say to you, this is what I'm going to read to you. This is what I did on sabbatical for you. I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation. Wisdom and revelation. Do you know what that is, people? Okay, here's my address. 507 Mosby Street. Okay? Come sit on my porch. I will help you figure this. What is that? So you can stop just reading the Bible. Like, yeah, hmm, the spirit of wisdom and revelation. What is, what is it? How is it? How is it operating in your life? What has God revealed to you? Or has God ever revealed anything to you? Or is everything you know based on your ability to reason? What has God, what has God revealed to you? And check this, what has God revealed to you that you'll say to somebody, God revealed that to me. And I ain't talking about church people, I'm talking about earth dwellers. They will say, how you know that? God revealed it to me. Wait a minute, wait a minute, bro. God revealed it to you. That's right. I have a relationship with the living God. This is the way, this is where we're going. Check this. Don't worry about me. I'm gone. I'm already gone. I'm just giving y'all a heads up. I'm gone. I'm already gone. I'm gone. You roll over and be like, "Uh, Pastor Don, where you at? I'm gone. That's where I'm at. I'm gone. But where is that? I'm with the Lord. Well, I see you standing right here. See, you're blind. You thought I was right here, but I'm seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I'm just using my humanity because if it was invisible, it would scare you. Oh, my God. What the? What? Spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. In the knowledge of him. Revelation of Jesus. Do you have a revelation of Jesus Christ? Meaning has been revealed to you that he died. He was buried. He rose again for you to set you free from your sins. Has Father God spoken that to you? When you said Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God, are you saying that because God revealed it to you? And having the eyes of your hearts enlightened. Another version, KJV, I believe, says, having the eyes of your understanding enlightened. In another place, the Bible talks about spiritual understanding. In another place, the Bible says, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. How are you doing that? Do you know how? (sighs) Having the eyes of your hearts enlightened that you may know what is the hope which has called you. What are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints? You see, the other thing, friend, that we got to get straight here. um, uh, Aaron was alluding to it. But this, this, we're about to go real, 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 real deep here from the perspective of, it's not our fault, but the earth has convinced us that tangible, physical resources like money and houses and land and education are greater than revelation. And guess who's bought into it? The church people have. And people who have things, who have those things, get distracted because the earth exalts it so high. You have to fight to, the Bible says, humble yourself. See that? That's what the Bible says. The Bible says, if you, have, if you are blessed, it's to be a blessing. That's, that's what it's all about. 
My friend, if we, the people of God, would recognize that what we have is not our own. It was, it, if we have it, we got it from God. And if we didn't get it from God, we need to get rid of it ASAP. And so today, we're going to press into some more scriptures here that's going to expose some stuff. And what it's going to expose is, do we really want to live the ecclesia? What Jesus said, he would be upon this rock of revelation. See, I will build my, the word people use all the time is church. Again, come sit on my porch because the actual Greek word there is ecclesia. And what has happened to us, when I say church, you have all kind of thoughts that actually is nothing like what Jesus was talking about. But he's a merciful God. And he ain't caught up in linguistics and letters and languages. He wants you to know something by the spirit. But see, in my case, going away for a year like that, he has challenged me. He said, Don, I just want you to just keep saying Ecclesia. You just keep saying that because I'm renewing your mind so deep. I'm going to cast out of you all of your false concepts of what church is. I'm going to cast that out of you just by you just saying the word Ecclesia, Ecclesia, Ecclesia. How many of you know Jesus spoke English? Oh, you, you knew that. You knew that, kid. Come on, bro. He speak everything. But is he bound to any of those things? No. So don't paint him. Oh, my pastor lost his mind. He don't want to say the word church no more. <laughs> don't, wait, don't waste your energy on that. Don't even waste your energy on that. Listen, that's him. God bless his little heart. That's all. That's my best friend. He can laugh at me like that. Bless his little heart. Okay, Don. You're going to say Ecclesia all the time. Okay, good. Next, go ahead. Go ahead. Next, next slide. What we got? There we go. I am convinced that having regular revelations of Jesus Christ is the most critical way we can become what he is building. See, back in Matthew, he said, and upon this rock, I will build my, again, the Greek word, Ecclesia. And so Eastern Fellowship has to decide, do we want to be a part of what Jesus is building or what we built with our own hands? And how will we know the difference? How will we know the difference? How will we know the difference? How will we know whether or not we're the ecclesia or the body of Christ? Or are we something we've created in our own power and strength? With our own ingenuity and our own abilities and all, you know, you know, because we've got some smart people up in this camp. But we know, I don't know about you, but I can tell you the leadership, we've been going through some stuff and we saw a miracle this week. We we saw a miracle. Woo! Amazing miracle. Can't talk about it just yet. But that, that thing is a miracle. And we're going to see it come all the way through. Well, you know, since I've been gone, man, the devil been acting up. And when the devil acts up, he's usually going to try to blame it on somebody other than himself. Huh? He's smooth. He's smooth operator. But that brother's smooth. But see, I was on tobacco, so I, just, I came out. Oh, uh-huh. I see you. I see you. And people at each other. Well, you said this and you said this. Yo, chill, chill. That's the devil, dude. That's just the devil. Don't fall for it. I mean, people are like, the Bible says, in, in, in Galatians, it says, you will bite and devour one another. And that's what we end up doing, because we're right. And you so messed up, Pastor Don. You know, one time I just went on and told the people, I said, you know what? They said, well, why did y'all do that? I said, because we're dumb and stupid. Oh, well, I ain't mean it like that, Pastor. Oh, no, 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 yes, you did. That's what you, and it won't you. I know who I'm dealing with. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against spiritual wickedness. And he will overtake you. And you think you mad about something else? No, that's the enemy oppressing you. And you need to shake that stuff off. You are alive. God lets you be alive. You should be smiling. No matter what, you should be giving God the glory. Because I saw Brooke do it today. All that mess going on with her and myself. The devil trying to get up in that camp. And they were like, oh no. Oh, but I, I heard, I heard the devil go, "Shut up, Brooke." 
You know what's going on in your life. How you gonna sit up here talking about something he's all? Get off them drums, Marcellus. You should be whining and crying and complaining. Get off them drums right now. <laughs> see, you going to get in there with God, he'll let you see stuff like that. You're like, ooh, what was that? Next slide. Come on, Don. Yet for us there is how many gods? How many gods? How many gods? Man, you my best friend, bro, because you keep sitting up here. I love it. Brothers, I ain't afraid, bro. One God, the Father, from whom are all things. Here we go. Here we go. We're ready to have a contest. Everybody, you ready for the contest? This side against that side. Here we go. What does all mean? Oh, that was good. Clap your hands both sides. Y'all did good on that. That's good. See that? And I went to VCU, and I know that. Oh. Oh. You put down my school, bro. I said I went there. How can I be putting it down? Great. Dang. You love your school more than you love Jesus? Look at this. Look at this. Look, look. Don't panic with my foolishness. Okay? And for whom we exist. And for whom we exist. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Newsflash. You don't exist for you. Mama with me. Mama, you with me? Come on here. Now, that, that's, we could leave on that. Let's go live that. Let's be done. Church over. Go figure that one out. Go tell somebody that. Especially your friends who are caught up in their stuff and it still ain't solving their real issues. You say, because you're living for the wrong thing, friend. You were created. You exist because of the creator of the universe. You are absolutely, absolutely fearfully and wonderfully made. He has a, what destiny is it? I saw, I heard a girl told me her name was destiny. Where you at, sweetie? Oh, she don't slip down. Oh, there she go, destiny. She said, my name, destiny. I said, what? Come on now, because that's real. We all have a destiny. God is not schizophrenic or mentally retarded. God knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He don't make no junk. But we got to lean into his plan. This morning, I was at Crestwood Presbyterian, the Richmond campus. Yes, sir, I was up in that chain. Yes, sir. I was shaking like a leaf. I said, man, because everything was so well ordered. I mean, it was awesome. Rob said, East, they need to come over here and learn how to start on time. I mean, they had that. And Chip, Chip would work there. Chip would work for him. So Chipper can bring some grace over here for that order, Jane, didn't they? I think it was in order. Yes, sir. 10.30, boom. Oh, that Jane was on, buddy. And I'm like, dude, I was like, I mean, do the pastor, the pastor know me? Why he bring me up in this, Jane, like this? But I'm like the Apostle Paul. I told you, I think I'm getting like Apostle Paul. Hey, I'm with the Presbyterians. I do as the Presbyterians do. That's right. Got my butt up there and did what I do, which I wasn't too Presbyterian. But they, they received it. Praise God. But I was up there and I was about to cry because authentically I knew there is no reason for me to be standing up here but the fact that I know Jesus. There is, I, I, I was like, hmm, was it, is it my pedigree? Bah. Is it because I'm married to Florence? Bah. Even though it's awesome that I'm married to Florence, that is awesome, but I don't think that's why they invited me. <laughs> they invited me because the pastor, Dr. Robert Burns, Said God said to him, "Hey, you're gonna be on vacation that Sunday, and the and the service and the the sermon needs to be about loving the city." And he said, "Don, you were the first person that came to my heart. That was God. That was God." And so, my friend, I'm talking all crazy, but I'm not crazy. This stuff really works. The steps of a righteous man are order of God. And I told those people, I said, 
I can talk about loving the city because I have authentically did it. I'm not a scholar. I'm not going to be able to, you know, give you the Greek and break it all down for you. But what I'm saying to you has an anointing of an authentic life of loving this place, Richmond, Virginia. And so something is going to be released to you that only could be released by the God operating through this dude right here. And my friend, God got assignments for you. He's got assignments for you. But you got to believe. All right. House church leaders. Any house church leaders here? Raise your hand. Raise them high. Don't try to hide. House church leaders. Now remember, you need to get me to your house church before you know, y'all know y'all take the summer break and release and all that. Get me to your house church. All right. And when you invite me to the house church, let people know you're going to eat for 20 minutes. And then after that, Pastor John is going to talk to us. Okay? Because that's where I'm at now. I'm, I believe the Bible. And I appreciate this right here. But I actually really appreciate sitting down with people. They can ask questions and we can go back and forth. Because this is, this is like loco. And that's why I told anybody here as an individual, you can come sit on my porch if you're serious. Just come sit on my porch and watch what God does. God will show up and speak to you. And everything up here that sounds crazy, he'll bring the spirit of wisdom and revelation will be there for you. So I'm going to speed up because I don't want to, you know, make people, um, whatever happens when we stay here a long time. All right. <laughs> Go ahead to the next slide. All right. So here he is. God is God of all. God is really God. And you probably think, why do you feel like you got to say that? Because <laughs> I, I know we got to press in deeper. This is amazing. What else is there? What else you're looking for? What else you're looking for other than a relationship with the one who you were created for? The reason why you exist. And see, see, you got to know him in that. I'm going to tell someone. Brooke and Marcellus business, see? You got to know him in that when your life goes sideways. And you know like, duh, I ain't make that happen. At that point, you got to go like, okay, God, what you doing? Because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Now, I know that's the devil what just happened. But I got a greater one inside of me that for some reason is allowing me to go through this so I can see him even clearer. So I can stand up on on, um, May 26th and worship him and it ain't got nothing to do with my circumstances. Because my circumstances are telling me what the heck is going on. But my spirit is saying, you are, oh, oh, you are, oh, oh, you are. Sing, people. Time I said, shut up, Don. Let us sing, bro. You you stick to the preaching, bro. You stick to the preaching. What else is there? Next slide. Quickly, quickly. Oh, all right. All right. All right, I'm, I'm going to set this up because I got like four more scriptures to go. So I got to, come on, Don. Come on, Lord. Yep. House churches, get me to your house churches, please. All right. Well, here we go. This is This is in the Bible. The God who made the world. And everything in it. And again, we're, we're smart, brilliant people. And to be honest, sometimes we don't even try to think of God that way. You know, we kind of keep him in the church box. Preach, preacher. We try to keep him over here, uh, you know, on the Sunday four o'clock box. And, you know, the other stuff we're doing, you know, we, we, we handling our business. We got stuff we got to, you know, we got to, you know, shake and move, make it happen. Use our education. The God who made the world and everything in it. He who is Lord of heaven and earth. Anybody on earth? Anybody on earth right now? Anybody in heaven also? You see that? And it's amazing. You, you got you to gotta know who you are, friend. If you're a follower of Jesus, you stand, like me, I'm standing right here, but I'm actually seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I'm using my humanity so you won't be afraid. Because if I was invisible, you'd be like, whoa, like You'd be like, whoa, you know, I'm going to another church today. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, I went in that thing and uh, the mic. <laughs> I won't feel in that, bro. 
So God said, hey, I'm going to let Don, you know, use his earth suit. But this don't control me. I control it. As you can see, sometimes I try to control me. Pray for the brother. Does not live in shrines made by human hands. Nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything. Since he himself gives to all mortals life and breath and all things. I told you. You can just worship God because you're breathing. That's all you need right there. Every day you wake up, you say, glory be to God. You're an amazing God. You let me live another day. Great day. And I'm not alive because I woke up. I'm alive because I know you. From one ancestor, he made all nations to inhabit the whole earth. And he allotted the times of their existence. Who controls your existence? Who controls your existence? You know, I know that's true. Because in uh, November of 2009, I should have died. I ended up being in a coma for three and a half weeks. I was only supposed to have a 15% chance of survival. But I'm here. And I remember when I, when I did wake up from the coma, and I was hanging out with God, I was all mad, you know, so I can relate to my friend Lewis. You know, when you, when you go through s- stuff, you're ready to recover. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I was. I was in the hospital. I'm ready. I'm, I'm awake, so come on, body. Get going. And uh, it wouldn't do right. <laughs> it still had to be healed. But I'm laying there in the bed complaining. And then I had a, then I had a brain flash. Something in my spirit said, I, go ahead, ask me. And I said, okay, God, um, where was I when I was in that coma? He said, you were with me. That was the best time you ever spent on earth. <laughs> when you was in that coma. Because you, you, couldn't, you couldn't connect with none of this foolishness. It was just you and me. I said, great day, God. And if you go back in a practical sense and look at what has happened with my life since that time, it's crazy. It's crazy. Even earth dwellers giving me awards and all this stuff. That if I had died, I would have missed him. But God, this is life eternal, to know God and Jesus Christ, whom he has sent. It says here again, uh, and he allotted the times of their existence and the boundaries of the places where they would live. Ladies and gentlemen, wherever you live, are you living there because God told you to live there? People of East End Fellowship who are part of this community, get ready, get ready, get ready. We're about to lock in that we are not going to live here and it not look like heaven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. As the people of God living in this community, we're going to be a part of bringing heaven to earth. The way we're going to love each other is going to look so much like heaven that people are going to go like, what is that? It's time out. It's time out, friend. My wife and my wife told me a sad story. People were excited about it, but it was a sad story. She was walking down the street. You know, we grew up here. She was walking down the street, and one of her old friends saw her. Huh? Formerly your next door neighbor, but she the person lives over here now. And Florence was walking. Hey, Florence! And then she sit on the porch and start talking to Florence. And they said, ooh, girl, them white people don't move around here, girl. Ooh, them white people. Oh, yeah, even some of them, them white people, they done put their children in the school. Ooh, them white people. And Florence came and said, oh, she said, she, she, Florence said, oh, oh no, them, them my people. Them my people, they, you know, my husband, he the, he the pastor of the church. Oh, who, that what, I, hmm? Your husband? They go to that church? A black guy? Once came and told him, said, oh, that's nice. And then I said, no, that ain't nice. Because how did they identify the people? They didn't, they didn't say they were followers of Jesus. Well, well, Don, you got to understand, that ain't our fault, though. That's them. They the ones. I'm a follower of Jesus. Is that what you're known for? 
You're going to get known for it if you stay. Because that's where we're going now, baby. That's where we're going. <laughs> you're going to have to highlight, you know, you're going to have to put your whiteness in subjection. And all y'all black power people, same thing. You're going to have to put it in subjection. We are the people of God. And we are here sent by God for God to make a difference in this place. And my skin color will never overtake that. And guess what? I ain't ashamed of my skin color either. Because God made me this way. You know, come on, work me now. And some people trying to get like this today. They out there at the beach trying to get like this. Ah, come on, baby. I'm, a, I'm not ashamed, but it will never overcome that my color is the blood of Jesus. And that's red, baby. That's red all the way through. And if you be, have a little brain sense, you will realize that's how real identity is the blood. Hello? Look, you don't go to a transfusion and say, hey, you know what? I need some black blood. No, it's by what type it is. As a matter of fact, you know, just in case, you, you should know by now you'd be around me alone. You know, black and white, that's a lie. Somebody just made that up to keep us divided. That's it. That's all it is. So that's the other thing. While I was on sabbatical, God revealed it to me. He said, look, who's the father of lies? Come on, girl, you're with me all the way today, baby. The devil. So we end up arguing about black and white. When it was created as a lie, so the father of lies is sitting back going, <laughs> look at that. And even them Christian ones, they got the black church, the white church, the Korean church. But when they get to heaven, what section are you going to be in? Huh? Because in heaven, say, all, everybody. Get it together, get what you say, what you say, Carolyn. We're going for it, too. We're going for it. Touch your neighbor. Touch your neighbor. Say, he's almost finished. Yeah, he's almost, almost. He almost, he almost. But he had to drop that in. We got to drop that in, friend. We got to drop that in because we live in it. We live in it. We live in it. We got to live it. You 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 got to live it. And this neighborhood is waiting for us to live it, baby. They don't know what to do with us. But then they can point the finger at us because we're not living like Jesus fully. We do a little Jesus. You know, we got a little gospel. <laughs> you know, we ain't, we ain't got the full gospel. We got a gospel, a little, little pill of Jesus. Let me take my Jesus pill. No, we got to go all the way, baby. Got to go all the way. Here we go. <clears throat> From one ancestor, he made all nations to inhabit the whole earth. And he allotted the times of their existence and the boundaries of the places where they would live so that they would search for God. Come on, friend. Are you going after God? Are you going after God? Are you submitting whatever else in your life and seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness? That they would search for God and perhaps grope for him and find him. Though indeed he is not far from each one of us. Go ahead. Next slide. For in him we live and move and have our being. Do you believe that today? Can you believe that for the addict you may encounter? Can you believe that for your neighbor that's going through? But because you live and move and have your being in God, that when you encounter them, you can bring the presence of God to them. And even some of your own poets, and if you put this in our context, <laughs> That's why I like rap rappers, our own poets. Go listen to some Tupac, and you'll hear some real stuff about how how God is real, but we're jacked up. Most of those rappers, if you listen to them, they got it's crazy. If you can listen with spiritual ears, they're crying out because they've seen so much fakeness in the earth. They've seen the people of God who say that the people of God support stuff that, but the Bible say this: How are you supporting that? Because that's going to benefit me politically. Oh, okay, I get to do that too then. As even some of your own poets have said, for we too are his offspring. Are you the offspring of God? Do you believe that? Do you believe that you've been born of God? Great day. Okay, I'm listening, Lord, I'm listening. Since we are God's offspring, we ought not to think that the deity is like a gold or silver or stone and an image formed by the art and imagination of mortals. 
See, my friend, God is bigger than our imagination. He's bigger than something we can create on our own. He's bigger than someone we can control. And so what we got to begin to do is to position ourselves where 24-7 we're open to God being available and showing up in our lives. And again, don't panic. Um, I love how Brooke said it earlier. Because this is where I struggle. Okay? Where I struggle, I struggle with this right here. I do. I struggle. Because I've been doing it a long time. A long, long, long time. And I realize God God does use it. Amen? But I think we're overly attached to it. We're overly attached to larger gatherings. When we got to get overly attached to... Thank you. Uh, he, I've been with him for years. He knows my heart. Bob knows my heart. We got to be overly attached to Jesus. You know, so so here you go. So here you go. You ready? You ready? Why we can't be overly attached to this? <clears throat> in my mind today, even in my mind today, something in my humanity wants to say like, well, dog, where the people at? A lot of empty seats in here. Where that coming from? If they're where they're supposed to be, why not? Why am I worrying about them not being here? You see that? Because I've conditioned myself as if God is only when we gather like this. Check this out. This is this is a serious one. This is the one he showed it to me. You know, when I was younger, I used to cuss, curse. But I noticed I never cursed in church. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I've been tricked. Because I'm cursing in front of God all the time. But I come in that building. I've been tricked. And don't don't laugh, because that's what's that's dangerous. Because we've lost sight that we have a 24-7 God. And we didn't even know what happened to us. We didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't know what happened to us. Go to church. God is at church. <laughs> and he's like, yo, I'm like, right here. Now, as Brooke said, does he use it when we come together? Clap your hands and say, Amen. Don't nobody go out of here and say, Pastor Don said, you, you know, da, 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 whatever you, you know, whatever lie you make up. Don't do it. I ain't say that. But I did say what I just said. So go back and listen to the tape and see what I said. Here's verse 30. And I promise I'm about to shut up. While God has overlooked the times of human ignorance, now he commands all people everywhere to repent. You just take a moment, my friend. Just take a moment. What is God asking you to repent of? As a spiritual father here, I believe God is asking, one thing he's asking us to repent of is not positioning ourselves in such a way that his power manifests in greater ways. In this specific place that he's called us to. And I believe we're going to obey his command to repent. And we're going to see greater manifestations of his reality. For some of us that's in this specific neighborhood, for some of us is wherever we are. We got the brothers here from Ashland and stuff like that. But wherever you go back to. But you decide to allow God to use you beyond what you can figure out on your own. And so I want to close, for real, with these next few passages of Scripture that I want you to take home for homework. Yep, thank you, Lord. Let's just take these home for homework. Um, go ahead to the next slide. Let's see. Our realms of repent, context of where we have made God out of our imagination, how we gather and where we gather. 
what makes us the ecclesia. Go ahead, next one. Are we a part of what Jesus promised he would build? The ecclesia, also known as his body? Go ahead. The reality and revelation of Jesus Christ has pressed me into a balanced commitment to the word and prayer. Resulted in me doing the Bible more than ever. You see, my friend, these, these next verses I'm going to get to. If we decide to make application in our context, I believe there's going to be an outbreak of the outpouring of God. But it's, it will be whether or not we're willing to lean in. Go ahead to the next slide. Go ahead, next slide. Sleep, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Go back real quick. Prayer is what empowers us to be doers of the word and do the Bible. In James chapter 1, um, it talks about be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Okay? House churches. Get me to your house churches and I'll share that. But prayer is what empowers us to be doers of the word. We got to do the Bible. And so these next verses I'm going to read, that's my hope. Go ahead. See, there you go. Acts 2, 30, 60, 47. Let all the house of Israel know. I would say, <clears throat> let all the people in this house therefore know for certain that God has made him. <clears throat> Go back, please. Yeah. That's the same one that just jumped. Okay. God has made him both Lord and Christ. Is Jesus your Lord? Is Jesus the anointed one in your life? Okay. Great, great, great. This Jesus whom you crucify. How are we crucifying Jesus? I was praying over that today, and I saw this in a little vision. Again, one of the ways we crucify Jesus is when we allow the brokenness of race to keep us apart. Versus celebrating the beauty of all the ethnicities that God has created. Because when it's all said and done, that's what's going to be celebrated. We are all going to be around the throne. And I want to hear that choir. I want to hear that choir. That's going to be a... I used to challenge David back in the day. I said, David, man, we got to find that sound. Because it said, thy kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we got to press out there. Go ahead, just pray. Seek God. I said, God, give me, give me what y'all singing around the throne. Give me, that, give me that music. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the... Go ahead to the next slide. All right. And Peter said to them, what did he say again? Repent. Repent. What I said earlier, we need to do the Bible. We need to do the Bible. Be quick to repent. And be baptized, every one of you. Did you every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. How many of you were here on Resurrection Sunday? Was that beautiful baptizing those two beautiful young ladies? That was beautiful, powerful. Every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. Anybody need forgiveness? Anybody need forgiveness? Let me tell you something, friend. Don't think too highly of yourself. That's another thing that brings us down. And that's why when I talk about we're going to go out there, we're going to impact our world, one of the first things we're going to be bold about is letting people know we got jacked up stuff in our life that Jesus set us free from. Because, ladies and gentlemen, and, and this is to all my, my, my friends of a lighter hue, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of broken people of a darker hue who think your life is just amazing. Just because you got that lighter hue. And they will be blessed if you told them, no, actually, Jesus had to save me too. Oh, Pastor Don, would you stay out of people's business, man? Forgiveness of your sins. And what's going to happen and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Have you received the gift of the Holy Spirit? Have you received the gift of the Holy Spirit? Don't worry about me. Don't worry about grandma and auntie and whoever. Just, just read the Bible and then go to God yourself and say, God, what is that? Don't you know it's amazing how the Bible calls it a gift? How many of you, somebody came to you with a gift and you went, no, I don't do no taking no gifts. You know, on Christmas and stuff, all the stuff around you. Oh, Ma, don't do, no, no, don't give me no gifts. I don't want no gifts. Come on now. So what about this gift? What about this gift from God, from Jesus? Have you received it? And again, don't let your mind tell you what I'm talking about because I'm not talking about whatever that is. 
I'm talking about you by revelation, knowing that you've received the gift of the Holy Spirit. And God is big enough to speak that to you if you're bold enough to get on your face and say, God, I want that. Who would reject a gift from the creator of the universe? For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. Has God called you? Has, has God dialed your number? Have you picked up the phone? Come on, I hear some yeses over here. Y'all blessing my heart. Amen. Go ahead. Next slide. And with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them. See, so I'm just like Peter. I got many other words to go. <laughs> but I'm going to cut it. I'm going to cut it. I'm going to cut it, bro. It's a great day, bro. You're working that Bible, baby. You're working it. And with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, save yourselves from this crooked generation. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in 2019 in the United States of America. And I'm telling you, I went to a conference this week and, and it was it was all pastors and my heart was breaking. But I but I had enough humility to not get but so mad. But we got some twisted stuff going on. It's crooked because it's twisted. We're not purely discerning what the word of God says. We're allowing the political atmosphere to direct us as followers of Jesus. We can't do it. And I'm telling you, as long as I'm a part of what we're doing down here, we're going after seek ye first the kingdom of God. We're going to have one Lord. We're going to have one king. His name is going to be Jesus. Now work this, but we're going to be great citizens. We're going to vote. We're going to be engaged. But we're going to do that based on what we believe God tells us to do. Not because somebody told us to do it. We're going to do it because, and, and then when somebody gets mad at me because I voted however way I voted, because God told me to vote that way, that's their problem. But I better not be voting because of a party. I better vote because that's what God told me to do. Now, you, you can call me up. You can send me a text. You can send me an email, anything on that one. I'd love to talk to you about that one. Everything we do is supposed to be based on what God tells us. Not nothing else. We got to stop it. Well, how do you do that, Pastor Don? Pray. Well, I prayed and I didn't feel like I heard anything. Walk by faith. Again, I told y'all last week. You seeking God. Say, God, talk to me. Talk to me, God. Talk to me, God. And you say, oh, God, I, I think that's what you're saying. And you take a step and do that and then find out that that wasn't what he was saying. God is not going to go, you big dummy. What were you seeking me for? He's not going to do that. He's going to say, that's okay. You just bless your little heart. You missed it that time. But you're going to do better next time. Keep seeking me. You're going to learn my voice. You're going to get my voice better. But we're going to, oh, well, I'm just going to act like I can figure it out on my own. No, you can't. Save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received his word were baptized, and they were added that day about 3,000 souls. Come on now, somebody. Do you want to see that happen in here? One Sunday we show up and this giant pop, or we go to people's house churches, they got them all up and down the wall, they can't get in. Because the people of God are living for God in such a serious way that it's causing people to say, I want that. And see, I've experienced it, man. I remember back in the day when I first started my house church, then we had one day my house was so packed with young people, they was up the steps, they were blocking the doors, they couldn't get in. All on the porch, I mean, great day. So I know this is real. This can happen at any moment. But who wants it? Or we settle because, you know, we got a couple of hundred people in here on, you know. Yes, keep going. And when they had prayed, after what? And when they had what? It's in the Bible, ladies and gentlemen. That's all you talk about. Pray, 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 pray. You're right. Get used to it. I came back from sabbatical and I'm going to talk about even more. Because we can't make this happen, but we can position ourselves. And prayer is the place of positioning where we're saying to God, we can't do this. We got, you got to help us. And when they pray, the place in which they gathered together was shaken. Wouldn't you love that to happen? you praying so serious it caused an earthquake. I want some of that. Well, Don, that was in the Bible days. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Well, you acting like you can apply that to today. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. I am not ignorant. That's what it says, my brother. So why don't I expect that? Because my brain tells me, well, you know, calm down, bro. You're a little excited. You smooth, too. You're taking it. You're like, yeah, bro, I'm good with you. 
I love messing with people, man. They gathered together, were shaken, and they were all what? Filled with the Holy Spirit. We're going to get some of that, right? We'll get some people filled with the Holy Spirit. Not because God says so, because you have an encounter and a revelation of God in a real way. Stephen, come on up, brother. Start playing that music. And I'm like, we be on down, brother. The longer you take the ball on top. They said, run, run. <laughs> Filled with the Holy Spirit and continue to speak the word of God with boldness. So here's the other news flash. The reason I'm telling y'all to get into the house churches is because of this. Okay? I've been talking. Jesus. That people say, hey, I ain't trying to be a part of that. But the lukewarm middle doesn't work. Next slide. What are our many signs and wonders? You know, you know what our main sign and wonder is? Our main sign and wonder is lives that have been transformed. When I think of Carolyn, sign and wonder. When I think of myself and my wife, Projects, foster home, sign and wonder, transformed by the power of God. When I think of many of you here, Chris Lee, sign and wonder, Stuart and Heather, sign and wonder, Martin Lewis, sign and wonder, Ramesh and Lawson, sign and wonder. I could go on and on. God transforming life. My precious sister right here, sign and wonder. Our God has transformed number of lives here, but he wants to transform even more. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. He wants to transform even more. And you see, my friend, if you're sitting there now and say, well, well Pastor Don, why you ain't say me? <laughs> That's so childish. I just say that could go on and on and on. The Grangers transform. Craziness. Beth. The whitings, transform. I mean, I could go on and on and on. But don't worry about my list. Don't worry about my little list. This is the list you need to be on. Philippians 4.3. It says, yes, I ask you also, true companions or true people that I'm in relationship with. And, 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 and Paul was talking about, he said, these women who have labored side by side with me in the gospel. And many of you have labored you know, some of us have been here a long time fighting this fight in this neighborhood. Amen? But in his context, he said, with me in the gospel, together with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers, and this is what their claim to fame was, whose names are in the book of life. That's the list you don't want. That's the list you want to be on. Don't worry about that little list I just gave. Just be sure that your name is in the book of life. So, thank you all so much. Bear with me. Parents, you can go get your children, those who got your children over there. Thank you so much. Would you say something real nice? So, y'all, y'all, it was Pastor Don again. It was Pastor Don. Forgive the brother. I, I give people great opportunity to work, operate in forgiveness. I do. Learn to walk in forgiveness. <laughs> yeah. But like I told you, don't panic because, like I said, I want to go to the house churches, and primarily that's where I'm going to be. Most of the time I'll be preaching from now on. Not even preaching, but just sitting with people in their house churches in these ecclesia. And we really dig in and press in because I'm determined to live this out. As a matter of fact, I've already been living it. I have, I meet, uh, again, we, I was telling you about Stuart and Heather and Chris and Kim Lee and a few of us. We already, we already pressing after this when I got back from sabbatical, like, hey. We're going to try to figure this out. We're going we gonna to get together, you know, in, in our house and eat some food and break bread and get in the apostle doctrine and have all things in common. And we've already seen some miraculous things happen where people shared their needs and then God supernaturally bringing the money. <laughs> One day I was sitting in the office over there and uh, I, 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 uh, and, um, I sat down and Toya brought me an envelope and the envelope had a nice check in it. A couple of hours later, I got a text from someone saying, hey, we need this. The Lord told me I need this, and I need it today. I text them back and said, boom, done, bro. Done. 
So I know the God of supernatural provision is here. He's waiting for us to be crazy enough to just do the Bible. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for putting up with my craziness. But again, I've been on sabbatical. I took some liberty. I promise you, though, I won't be, this won't be my main stage anymore. Primarily, I'm looking to get into the house churches, get into the ecclesia, and press in, go after God. Also, you can come on my porch, come to my house. I'm, I'm telling you, 804-339-0745. Had a young lady come up to me today and say, Pastor, you know, you've been going the whole time I've been coming to the church. She don't even, she ain't even know me because I've been going for the whole year. Come, hang out with me. My address, again, 507 Mosby Street. Come, come, call me. Call Toya. Set up a meeting. I'm, I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I know whatever you need, God will supply it. Whatever you're missing, God will fulfill it. This is not make-believe or fantasy or hope so maybe. Now, it's going to cost you something. What is it going to cost you? Faith in God. And when you have faith in God, you have to stop leaning to your own understanding. Because your understanding is going to be, ah, ah, and you're going to say, nope, I walk by faith, not by sight. So thank you, God. Thank you for your faithfulness in this place today. We honor you. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Brooke going Brooke to do something. They're going to close the closing song. Close the song because we don't, we don't want to hold you too much longer. You know, I'm going back to my Baptist. We don't want to hold you too much longer. The Lord has been with us today in this place. Somebody say Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Grab to your feet. Sing this song with Brooke. Pray for Pastor Don. Will you do that? Pray for the brother. Hey, if you want prayer today, I'll also be up here. I'd love to pray for you. Love to pray for you.